This is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. I'm super pumped. We've got a very special guest joining us from Vancouver, Canada. I love Canadians. He's on an audacious leader, storyteller, practical, proven, unheard of ways, been there, done that career, frontline lover, trenches, not textbooks. Please, wel- please welcome Roy Ossing to the show. Roy, thank you for joining us today. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here and uh, grateful to have a, an opportunity to talk to your audience. Great. Yes. Yes. We're, it sounds like we're going to have a lot to talk about. So based on that intro, which was very, um, very broad, but very interesting uh, and dynamic, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah. So I've been around for a while and um, decided at a very young age that uh, the business I was in wasn't uh, adapting quick enough to the changing environment that it found itself in. We were being uh, sort of moving from a, a certain world into a highly competitive and, and, and technology changing world. And so I, I looked around and said, you know what, what we need to do is we need to start focusing on doing things differently in order to survive and thrive in that world. And so it led me to this be different journey that I've been on, which is to try and figure out ways of looking at things, life, business, relationships, whatever, differently, and in a very simple way, in order to stand out, be observed, capture the hearts and minds and passion of people, and be successful. So I've spent a lot of time doing that. I I ended up leading a, a data and internet company um, it, it was a startup and we achieved a billion in sales in a relatively short period of time, kind of using the stuff that, uh, yeah. that I learned and practiced. And so it's all about breaking away from traditional stuff. Okay. So my thinking is tradition was, is okay. And I'm not wanting to beat it up, but I'm saying in many respects, my discovery was that it simply wasn't good enough to be able to withstand the kind of dynamics we we're in. And in today, even it's it's far more dramatic. I mean, this this is not a new subject for me. I've been beating this thing around for like a lot of years, and it's continuing to be super relevant. And in fact, today, yeah, I would argue it's more relevant to be able to to stand out in some sort of unique, compelling way and attract people and providing them with things they need in a way that nobody else does. And so that's my journey. Breakaway. And uh, yeah, I've attracted a whole lot of labels for that. Some good, some bad, but it doesn't matter because we've been pushing forward, getting progress, exciting people, lighting fires in people. And that's what it's all about. Yes. And, and I, I, you know, we had this conversation before we started recording that, you know, you embrace the labels instead of, you know, this is called label free. And so it's a very kind of a different mindset, but it still is a positive way to, to deal with that. So can you explain to us like how you feel that that aligns with the label free message? Well, I, I think it's just, uh, I guess the way I look at it is I look at, I kind of, I kind of have labeling and branding sort of in my head together. Okay. And it, it yes. becomes okay. a strategic exercise about creating a tag at, with supporting behaviors that uh, is successful for you and serves the purposes of those people you serve, whether it's your friends, whether it's your grandchildren, whether it's your organization. So I look at label building in my world as a strategic process. 
And so, for example, <laughs> one of the things that that always worked for me in terms of the source of innovation was being contrarian. Now, so I got to be known as a contrarian. That's okay. I did that very, very specifically with purpose. Mm -hmm. I was okay with yeah. it. And I would say, thank you very much. You recognize that my behavior is contrary. And let's have a conversation about why that's so important, right? Because yeah. it is a source of innovation. I mean, let's face it. There's way yeah. too much copying going on. Everybody copies everybody under the guise of innovation, which, by the way, is intellectually yeah. dishonest because it is not innovation. It's copying. So one of the things that I'm trying yeah. to do is give people hooks to do simple things that we need so much in this world, like being creative. You can't create if you're copying, Deanna. You just can't yeah. do it. And so I yeah. say, go pull a 180 for God's sakes. Go go up in the opposite direction and invite the tagging that you're contrarian. Yeah. That's a good thing. I mean, Steve Jobs yeah. wrote about the crazy ones. Come on. I mean, it's. I love the crazy ones. I love the weirdos because you know what? You can put them yeah. down, but they will change the world. And that's what we need. That's what we need. Yeah. See, now I was, I'm considered the crazy one in the corporate world. And I was good as an entrepreneur, you know, because that worked because it was my business, but working for somebody does not, it did not work very well. <laughs> like I would always question my, I would question my, my managers, my bosses, because you know, you're being a leader before and making things happen and, and getting results, uh, comparing it to uh, the way I was being led, the direction I was being given, you know, I would always question it. Like, this doesn't make sense. You know, like, I, I, I think this, I think that, and that ended up getting me in trouble. <laughs> Ultimately, <laughs> the last job I got fired because I was, I, I questioned the CEO and, you know, I was just kind of like, you're not giving me any good direction. I'm not getting any good training really on how to engage our clients, you know, because I wasn't in, in, in the IT, you know, I was um, selling software, a SaaS as a service, and it was a completely new platform. And what I, and they were also a consulting IT consulting firm. And so what I was learning is that it's not a typical product. You have to really ha build a relationship with your with the C-suite to get their, their trust to even take a call with you. And he was expecting miracles. His whole business was built on his relationships. So bringing somebody new in that doesn't have those relationships and just trying to say, oh, here, this is what we do. It really was not effective in me making any good contacts or any headway. I mean, I did make some headway, but it just, he, he wasn't a good leader in that respect. And so I questioned him. <laughs> and you have to. But at some point, I mean, I've been well, asked, I, I no longer have that job. <laughs> well, I mean, at some point, I've been asked the question, what do you do if you work for a boss that doesn't get it? Well, you only have two choices. Okay, one yeah. choice is you stick around and endure the pain and hope you outlive them, or you, you get the hell out of there and go find an yeah. environment that, that cherishes the labels that you own because they're so created. Yeah. Okay, now I was yeah. lucky because I happen to work in an environment where uh, I was a I was a relatively young guy in an engineering dominated uh, environment, and I was the guy trying to push customer service, trying to push marketing, trying to push sales. Okay, because we were going into this highly competitive world, and my view was yeah. we needed those skills, and they had to be different from everybody else. I was lucky because I had people around me that liked me, and respected me, and actually had confidence in the weird stuff that I was doing was going to work out. Because they would say, okay, Roy, yeah. have a go at it, you know, see what you can do. And so we actually changed the culture. 
of the organization as a result of that. And actually, in, in spite of some of the stuff that I did, they, they were very supportive. But not everybody has that kind of environment and you have to make the call. If it's not working for you, you need to deal with that. Yeah. Like it's no use yeah. complaining about it. You gotta you gotta deal with it. You know, deal with your shit. Yeah. That's what you gotta do, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I dealt with it. <laughs> it, smells like it. it was a blessing in disguise. It was a blessing in disguise. I'm much happier. I'm not miserable. My fiance is like, I just want you to be happy because it was not it was not a fun Absolutely. environment. Absolutely. So you actually written a couple books about this well you know i've yeah i've, I've got a uh, my latest book is going to be out uh, in print form on may the 31st it's now available on ebook and it's called be different okay. or be dead which is my brand which is my okay. label be different or be is that, dead is that what we see behind you is that is that a book that's right you, like well a... there's there's uh there's actually the red one is the first one i wrote called be different or be dead your business survival guide and i wrote that in 2009 for heaven's sakes i mean that's 13 years old I oh mean, wow this this content has got legs i got to tell you yeah, and it's for even sure. more important more and the ones on the end the, the book ends that's the one that's coming out on may the 31st which is called be different or be dead the audacious unheard of ways i took a startup to a billion in sales Okay, so it's an updated version because I learn more and more about my stuff as I'm talking about my stuff sure. as I'm doing my stuff. And so that's going to be sure. out. Really excited about it. We're using Morgan James out of New York and they're a fantastic company led by David Hancock. Just a wonderful partner to have in there. And so right now, my, my view, my thing is I'm doing a lot of work like this, trying to raise awareness of not the book okay the point i want to make is right it's the content it's the be different thing it's the crazy ones aspect to try and change the conversation around boring yeah. traditional copying stuff that everybody's doing that we've been taught at school right. and is not productive we got to break away from that yeah. stuff the world needs us to be different not stuck stuck in a herd where it's warm comfortable you know not conflict you know, that's a that's a that's a place some people need to be, but we need people to be the hell yes. out of that so that we can get some progress yeah. and creativity and and positivity in the world. And that's what we need right now. Well, I'm all about that. I agree. I'm all about like be different, you know, I and just be yourself, which is sometimes different than the, you know, just every, you know other person out there in the world. Cause a lot of people try to be the same, like sit in the societal standards. This, you got to go to your nine to five, you got to do this. But I think if you are more tapped into who you are, where, you know, you can make an impact. I think that is, um, that is important. Yeah. It's, it's oh incredibly so important. Sorry. And also the whole notion of visibility that goes around that. I know some people think it's, you know, a bit of a narcissistic way of looking at life, but the reality is, if you're special and the only person that knows it is your mom, then there's something missing. Okay? <laughs> you can quote me on that's one of my, and it's true. Okay. I'm not talking about being noticeable and visible for as an ego drive. I'm talking about if you're doing value that people care about, you need to be noticed doing that. Yeah. You need to, you need to take the currency and the energy from that. So you can continue to convert people for heaven's sakes to get on the bus, get on the journey and keep moving forward. And I, I, I have lots of fun with people say, Oh, Roy, no, no, I can't, I can't do that because you know, I would be noticed. I go, yeah. Cause if your mom is the only person that yeah. knows you're special, you got a problem. 
right? And so trying to encourage people yeah. to be okay with that in a very positive way, friendly, respectful way, that's the kind of behavior change we need because organizations need it and we as individuals to fulfill our lives need it. I mean, I do that with my grandkids all the time. My label is the crazy papa with my grandkids. Okay, I got four grandkids. I have a strategy with them. I'm going, they're going to remember me, okay, as, uh, as papa that would step out and do crazy things and make them laugh. That's who I am. But the same principle exists in every strata of life, God's sakes. And certainly we need it in organizations. Hey, Dad, how you been? What's going on? Well, uh, not too much. Spring cleaning time. Well, did you weed whack? Did you get the carpets clean? I know, I know Bob's all about that, so I, I want to make sure we're ready to go. Well, yeah, uh, I got the gutters clean. That's about it. That's it? Well, so when I said weed whack and all that in the carpet, I kind of meant like the Manscaped 4.0. It's a little more personal. I understand, yeah. It works oh, I, awesome. Have you tried this? I have tried it, and it works wonders. It really oh, does. Yeah. Okay. This is pretty cool. And uh, see, it comes with uh, with an LED light, and I, I understand it's waterproof. It is waterproof. It works well. I tried it. You know, I mean, uh, it's a good product. It's a great product. I've tried other ones, and they're just so noisy, and and it's they don't uh, they don't cut very well. Wow, that's really good, Mike. Where do we get this? Well, you know, you can get it at Manscape.com, uh, and while you're at Manscape.com, you know that we got a code, so we get it cheaper. Really. Yeah. What, what kind of a discount can we get? We can get it at Label Free 20, and it gives you 20% off the product, and it gives us free shipping. And uh, you know, I've tried some of the other products there because they got these all new Premier products, um, like this here. It's for your it's a deodorant. Now, is it for underarm or other places? Or made it? You know, I tried, but it's for the underarm. Okay. That's 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 where it's at. And you can also get it at uh, Manscape.com. Same code. We're using the code again. Label, Label free 20. Label free 20. Off free shipping. Free shipping. Well. I mean, how can you go wrong with that, right? Wonderful. Can you? I love that. And I would love to be known as uh, the crazy, you know, grandmother or something like that. <laughs> but, but because I think that's a good label. I mean, I know we're all about being label free, but I feel like there are certain things that we can uh, embrace, certain labels we can embrace that are positive, that aren't putting us into that mundane type of square box that everybody tends to find themselves in that don't ever, you know, find the courage to step yeah. outside of. And that's why I started the podcast. So can you give us an example of stuff that you did within the organization that changed the culture? Because that's a big thing to do, being able to change a culture, the culture of an organization. Yeah. And you know what? The first thing I have to tell you is it's not very complicated, which means a lot of people have trouble believing it because we've been taught to believe that the only stuff that is yeah. true is complicated. So I want to dispel that notion. This is not textbook stuff. It's not complicated. It's human being related things. For example, I'm an execution guy. I don't believe that there's a whole lot of value necessarily in the plan. And if I execute well, I can take a mediocre plan and beat, you, beat your pants off in the marketplace. Okay. So I created this whole thing around execution. In fact, I became known as the execution guy. That was a label I had inside because I would say things like, let's get the plan just about right and let's execute it pristinely and we will win. So the yeah. next question is, okay, Roy, how do you do that? So here's where the simplicity comes in. So I had this concept called, first of all, cleanse the internal environment. What that means is 
There's a lot of things in organizations that get in the way of, guess what? Execution. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to cleanse that. And I came up (laughs) with this concept called, let's kill dumb rules. Dumb rules. Now, what's a dumb rule? Well, frontline people knew what a dumb rule was. It was all the stupid bureaucratic things we had in the organization that prevented the frontline person from doing the job they wanted to do, which was take care of customers, which led to loyalty, which led to good bottom line performance. So I had this dumb rules uh, approach, which my executive colleagues kind of, you know, looked at me a little askance about because they didn't like the language. They wanted to call them inappropriate things or some weird thing. And I said, no, they're dumb. I can call them stupid policies, but I won't call them anything else. So we ended up with dumb rules. So the idea was um, for people to come forward with what they thought was getting in the way, uh, i.e. a dumb rule of great service. And, and we literally, I don't know how, what percentage of rules we changed or killed, but it was a significant number based on how to execute better, how to execute better. And I would have things like I would have a big white T-shirt, right, with dumb rules on the front of it and a great big circle and an X through it. And I would walk through the workplace, right, and people would love it. They went crazy. Roy, Uh, I got got a whole bunch of dumb rules I need to talk to you about. And I would hold my management team accountable for helping either kill the rule or at least change it. So dumb rules was one piece. Another one was what I call cut the crap which was getting rid of things that maybe yesterday were <laughs> relevant, but today weren't. And I got hit yeah. for that too, Dan. I got, people say, you can't, you can't say that. I bet. And I said, well, how, what would you like me to say? And they would say, well, how about let's eliminate non-strategic activities? I go, no. Who's going to get fired up about that? Yeah, nobody. But they, right. they yeah. would get fired and they did get fired up about cutting the crap. So we had a whole bunch of those simple little things. The people thought were cool. They were cool, but they were very, very specific, intended to improve yeah. execution, to, to, to improve performance of the business. And so there was a whole bunch yes. of stuff like that. I mean, I hired for goosebumps, which is another thing you might, at some point we could talk about. But there was a whole lot of simple little things like that. That what all they did was they lit fires in people because they understood them. They realized what the connection was to performance. And that's what I was all about. I wasn't there just to be funny and cool. <laughs> oh, no. Very deliberate yeah. performance. And they could get on board um, with them. And they embraced yeah. them. And they had fun with them. And, and I was part of that process. Yeah. You know, I was a president of a company, for God's sakes. And I was down doing stuff like that with them. And they loved it. And they gave it back to me because their performance was outstanding. And that's what you not needed to, well, yeah, you know, for on sure. Personal, and it sounded a personal like level, though, I have to tell you. So the 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 crazy papa, okay, that was earned a whole bunch of ways. The first yeah. one of the things I did is I created, I created, <laughs> I created a club called Pup the Trollites because my background is Norwegian, right? Okay, well, my grandparents were Norwegian, so I created okay. a club called the Trollites, and my oldest granddaughter was the president. And etc. And we had there was four of us, Aww. and we would meet regularly in a little teepee, all right, that we constructed. Oh my god! In that. one of the one in my basement of my house, and we would have meetings. Now realize my eldest one was probably eight at the time, and my youngest one was just barely moving. Um, but but we would have a meeting, and they would say, "Papa, where are we going to go today with trollites?" 
And I would tell them stories. And that's what we did. And I said, okay, so where are we going to go today? Okay, where are we going to crusade to today? Right? Where are we going to take our ship today? And we had amazing conversations. They'll never forget that. And I stand out in their heads because of that crazy troll. (laughs) I've still got the t-shirts. They're red. I should have worn one today for you. They're red and black, of course, my colors. And uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a great story. How can you, so before we start wrapping things up, how can people embrace that be different or be dead mentality where they step outside of their comfort zone to, you know, make an impact either in their life as a grandfather, father, or a businessman in their workplace? Yeah. And you know, it's a really good question because um, we are fighting so many forces, right? That prevent us from doing that. Like we were taught at school that there's a formula for everything. We're taught at school to color inside the lines. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're taught at school. In fact, our parents beat us up if we're noticed, if we stand out, if we do things kind of weirdly because we get, I get a note from the the teacher. So the system, right, is kind of like forcing us to stay in the herd. And to a large extent, it's kind of like an inch by inch process. And what worked for me was, um, I was I'm a bit, probably a bit more uh, thick skin than, than others, maybe. But I had this gimmick that I used. And it was as follows. Every time I was asked to do something, I would always ask myself, okay, how can I approach this differently? That was my lens. Yeah. Okay, how can I do it differently? In just small ways, I'm not talking about coming up with a major theory, you know, like the Balkans yeah. and all that kind of you know, stuff that may satisfy the left hemisphere of your brain, but it doesn't result in anything in terms of action. Right. Um, it doesn't light any fire. So I would come up with little things and it may be, it may be how I did it. Sure. Like putting more effort into it, attacking it from, from different angles to get used to the fact that I would be observed as the guy outside the box. Yeah. Right? And it didn't happen overnight that I was comfortable with that, but I started... Sure. And every day I would say, and I, I challenge your, your viewers and your, your listeners to this, tomorrow, just do one thing differently, just one, one yeah. thing differently and give something up, all right, that yeah. you're comfortable with. And over time, you will find that you start to change your persona. You start to change the level of comfort that you have. And other people, and this is what I noticed, other people sort of watch you and go, hmm, that looks interesting. Hmm. Yeah, that looks, maybe I'll, I'll try that. What are you doing, Roy? What's that all about? Wow. And you've been invited now into a be different conversation and, and yeah. you sort of take it from there. It builds. Okay. And the, the sort of dimensions of what you do uh, increase over time, but it starts with just this little germ of saying, you know, I'm dissatisfied. I'm dissatisfied, right? I don't like the status quo. This doesn't make any sense to me. How can I engage and, and, and actually change the conversation? And it starts small and you just got to, the other thing is, you, you, I mean, the perseverance and the tenacity in this stuff and the amount of emotional energy it consumes is just incredible. I mean, it is, yeah. it is drawing. I mean, I would come yeah. home sometimes after work and I would just have to collapse on the bed, right, with, with an unbelievable migraine and just kind of like lie down for an hour or so and just kind of recover and, and, and rejuvenate myself. I mean, that's how taxing it is. Some oh, yeah. People, I understand. Yeah, some people, 
They're not meant to do that. And that's okay. That's okay. But for those of us that aren't satisfied with the way things are, I mean, it's kind of the way to get your, your, your toe in the water and then just, you know, move from there. Sure. Yes. I love that. Thank you so much. And I apologize all the the dings that are going off. I don't know if you can hear that, but I'm this computer. I don't know how to to change that (laughs) because it's connected to my phone. So Warren, you're going to have to edit that out. But Roy, this has been a great conversation. So uh, can you please let people know where they can connect with you, reach out to you and learn a little bit more about you? Sure. I've got a website. It's bedifferentorbedead.com. And there's a few okay. resources on that that I'd like to point people to. First of all, I, I write blogs every Monday. So please subscribe to the blog if the content kind of like attracts you. Uh, it's a way to kind of, I write, I just write about my stuff. Now, there's a lot okay. of examples about be different. There's a lot of examples about being same. And, and, I'm, and I don't mince any language. I be, I'm hard on, on the functions that are, have been part of my career. And I believe I've earned the right to do that because I have a certain amount of credibility in them. And so there's that. There's also a page that has all my books. So there's a way to, to get the books, you pre-order the new one or go and, and get the, the old one. And the last thing I want to say is I have a Gmail address and it's roy.osing at gmail.com. And I invite people to reach out and ask me things. Like I love engaging with individuals. I have people writing me saying, well, Roy, what did you think about this? What do you think about that? I got this decision to make in my career. What do you think? And it's just a different perspective. It doesn't mean that I'm I'm the expert. I just have a point of view based on a lot of experience and a lot of achievements. It's all I have to offer. I'm not making a prescription. You do what you want, but if you want access to a whole bunch of stuff that worked and some that didn't, I'm your guide. Reach out to me. let's, Let's have a relationship that way. And I'm happy to do that. I love it. And you're also on LinkedIn and Instagram. I'll make sure I put all those links in the show notes, you guys. So don't hesitate to reach out to Roy. Go check out his book if you are interested in being different or being dead, because I think that's a very powerful way to live. Uh, before we say goodbye, any last words of wisdom or advice? Look at, I mean, everybody has their, their thing. All I'm asking for is, as you consider the fun and the liberation that's available when you step out. Okay, it yeah. really is. It, it, it is the prescription of rejuvenation. And I'm, I'm not kind of like ultra that altruistic that way, but I've learned that, wow, how much energy you can get when you actually uh, take a, a, a deviant behavior pattern. I mean that in the most, most positive way. And so I just ask that people consider that do not ever be satisfied that you are the person or in an organization that you have the potential to be. You have got amazing potential. Everybody does. And um, I hope people are dissatisfied with the way things are right now and, and are looking for avenues to express themselves, reach more lofty heights, get more satisfaction with life. Try to be different way. Give it a shot. You got nothing to lose and everything to gain. I love it. Perfect. With that being said, you guys, Roy, thank you for being a guest. This is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcasts. Live your best life. You must have Label Free. Please don't forget to comment, share, rate, review, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.